Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Roswell, New Mexico premieres Tuesday, January 15th at 9, 8 central. Wait, as in Roswell, Roswell? Yes, Roswell, Roswell. Oh my god, I loved Roswell. I am definitely going to love this Roswell. I know, that's that's why we're doing this, Lindsay. <laughs> you will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is the first episode of Who Weekly in 2019. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. It's actually 1-1. We're definitely filming this after the New Year, taping this. It's definitely not 2018 right now. What if the world ends like before It almost ended last night. No, a Con Ed plant exploded. I was literally in the air looking at Twitter and seeing an explosion and queens. You're like, turn it around! Turn it around! I was like, we're gonna fly into the apocalypse. Something's gonna happen. Like, I'm gonna, like, Tommyknockers or Langoliers, whatever that one is with the plane. I'm gonna, like, get sucked into some different universe. Well, you know. I thought it was all over for me, but it was just an exploded continent plane. Which is funny because it's like, that's really bad, too, but everyone's just happy that the world isn't ending and there aren't aliens, so they're like, well, I guess it's just a Conned plant exploding. It's like, just... (laughs) I did see a funny tweet uh, that was like, this is depressing because it proved that I'm going to find out about the apocalypse by looking at Twitter and seeing someone go, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you not like, duh. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So, Lindsay, what are your New Year's resolutions? Um, What's my New Year's resolution? I mean, I feel like we've put out a very good product for three years. So I, I hope to be upping our ante and upping the quality of this here program Mm -hmm. on the steady Mm -hmm. will we do that i don't know will we just keep doing the same thing because it works probably i can't think of another news i put this in here i was like we should discuss our new year's resolutions but i can't think of mine new who's new segments new games i'm gonna watch the wife again (laughs) just to watch the wife again i'm gonna pitch write and direct a sequel to the wife the wife that's my new year's resolution yeah the wife colon she's back (laughs) <laughs> the wife to um remarried and recharged or like the wife to like divorced and ready well, to party well it's not well because it's got to be like a second wife the second yeah, I know, wife but he, i mean i don't, I don't want to spoil it but like she's, i'm not watching the wife <clears throat> but for our listeners yeah yeah yes yeah Oh, you I mean, spo- she's oh, no longer married. At, she's no longer married at the end of the wife. Right. So it's like the like the second wives club, the wife, <laughs> or, you know, like the, you know, the first wives club wife in something like that. Yeah, I think a that could be good. crossover universe. Could the wife exist in the first wives club universe, you think? Oh, you know what? You know what? I haven't she seen could. it, so I wouldn't know. She could because the wife takes place in 1992. <gasps> so they could have met in like whatever, 96. So do you think that yeah. like Bette Midler's character and the wife met at like a charity ball? Absolutely they did. They absolutely did. And the she wife lives went upstate. to see... She lives in Connecticut. And after <laughs> after the events that transpire in the wife, they moved. She was like, I'm done with this house. Like the ghosts in this house, like uh, the negative energy in this house. I'm moving into the city. And then she meets <gasps> Bette and... Diane and Well, because they've already like opened the center and they're like, they're going to help the wife do what they did to the husband. Yeah. 
Well, okay. See, we can't discuss this without spoiling the wife. I don't want to spoil the wife in a way that I don't mind spoiling Vox Lux. But um, we should move on to what what we're actually talking about this week, which is uh, the first two I want to talk about is the Queen's controversial golden piano. Oh, my God. Everyone was like, Queen's golden piano. Like, how dare she show her golden piano? I was like... (laughs) Guys, like we're this is not even the most controversial virtual piano of the month, <laughs> let alone the year. Like this this piano is not has nothing on the like million dollar acrylic translucent piano sitting in Miranda Kerr's house. Come on. At least the queen got her piano honestly. Say what you will about the monarchy, but she didn't get it through mo- money laundering. I mean, to be fair, she probably she got it from the people of England and mm-hmm. the and the people of Malaysia did pay for Miranda Kerr's uh, piano. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is Like via via nefarious ways but at least like the people at least the people of england sort of knew where their money was going like they were like our money has to go to the monarchy like no one in malaysia asked miranda care to put a a clear piano in her house no and but but we have two state-funded pianos is what we're talking about here (laughs) and i gotta say like two of the nicest pianos state-funded right Mm -hmm. maybe this is like a new trend everyone gets a piano Putin's like, where's my piano? Made out of like, I don't know. I don't know, just like a Swarovski crystal emblazoned piano. I think would be very cool. It's <laughs> cool, covered cool, in Swarovski cool, cool. crystals. What about a piano made of bones? That'd be cool, right? That probably exists. Yeah, this probably. This would be some creepy piano like in some catacomb. Made of um, bones? Yeah, like under a convent. But was it paid for by, you know, by the country of whatever? Probably not. Okay, so Jordan Woods closed the gap. The, uh, the gap between what and what? The gap between Claire's and Auntie Anne's pretzels. No, the gap between her teeth. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like, I was thinking like, I mean, I knew it was her teeth, but I wasn't expecting you to go to the store, the gap, but I was expecting something else. Okay, yeah, she cho- she closed the gap. Well, the only thing I know about Jordan Woods is that she's best friends Nothing. with Kylie Jenner that she has a gap. And now I lost one of those things. So I feel like she's becoming less relevant. I once interviewed her, like fully sat down face to face with her and interviewed her. And all I know about her is that she has a gap and she's friends with Kylie Jenner. What did she say? What did you talk to her about? It was honestly the most, like, I'm not even, who cares? It was the most boring conversation slash interview I've ever had. It was like we both knew what we wanted to talk about, which was that she was friends with Kylie Jenner. But we both didn't want to pretend like that was the only thing worth talking about. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I was like... I mean, it was really mis. It was really miserable because it was just like you know, you're a model, like you've been doing that for a while, and she's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> that's cool. Like, what's it like living in California or whatever? I mean, the, you can Calabasas. read the you can read the profile. It's literally on somewhere. I forget. I think it's on L. Um, but it was so dull, especially because. So I interviewed. You remember this? I interviewed Ariel Winter, who didn't want to talk to me, and I had to talk to her over the phone at a later date. So I couldn't talk to her in person. I talked to um, Kiki Palmer, that? right? Kiki Palmer, who was like incredible, who's like a star in the truest star sense. She was like Judy Garland. She did a show and dance for me, like in our conversation. So comparing like Kiki to um, Jordan was like I felt like I needed to offer us both like uppers or something. It was insane. It is miserable to know. Like I mean, cry me a river about Jordan Woods's like sad life. But it is sort of miserable that her life is based on a friendship. Like her, her, her industry is friendship. What, what is there about her? There's right. nothing it's about her. It's kind of like when it's... we were um, asking comments by celebs, what would happen if Instagram got 
changed or sold mm-hmm. or shut down and they were like, we'll figure it out. Or like, we have something, you know, da, da, da. and yeah. we were both like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, that's all she has. It's weird. And how is she going to, I mean, maybe she doesn't, she doesn't need to separate herself. Maybe she's perfectly happy with this. She's certainly surviving based on, of her, based on her relationship with Kylie Jenner. But what it's like, that's it. sucks about a gap is that you can't get it back. Well, people are saying that <clears throat> she didn't necessarily close it. She just put veneers over it. So the gap oh. is still there. It's just underneath the veneers. Oh, but okay. But, but aren't still. Veneers, don't veneers require you to shave down the tooth? No, not always. So it's not always. like she can really it get It depends. I think there are some veneers that are more permanent than other veneers. But I do think that she just closed the gap. Like, if if you're asking me, like I mean. Like with an Invisalign? Or just, yeah, like something. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how dentistry works. But I do think she closed the gap. I just like when I Googled Jordan Woods, the, fir- the first, maybe the third or fourth result was from June 27th. Like, I won't close my gap. Jordan Woods just stood up for gap teeth everywhere. And the one after it is, Jordan Woods closes her signature gap teeth. See the photos. I mean, I, I'd, I'd loll and be like signature question mark. But then again, like, what else is her signature? Being friends with Kylie Jenner. That's it. I know. I know. Um, and it's sad of, because they gave Kylie her own show and Jordan was like second fiddle and she didn't even come out with any personality from that because I watched well, at least three episodes. that show was terrible. That show I know, but Jordan awful. didn't get any like nothing. Jordan didn't get anything from that. The Kardashians certainly have a history of making stars out of their best friends. They tried with the Dash dolls too and that didn't work. Oh, I thought we were supposed to end Kardashians in 2019 They're just friends with boring people. Yeah. You know, they're to be a fr- like, wouldn't you have to be a dull as fuck person to be a, a long term best friend of the Kardashians? They don't want anyone interesting. They want someone who's all about them, all about loyalty. All right. About, you like, have to be a very chill, like supporter. If they someone who was needy for the spotlight, someone who was desperate to be as famous as they are, would never become that close with them. Like they wouldn't. Well, let they them would. In. And then they would be like, oh, you're using me. Or whatever. Yeah, like, uh, like it's how, uh, like uh, Joss- Jonathan Chebin. It's like how Jonathan Chebin sort of stopped being as prominent. I think because he wanted it too badly. I think it's because he's a fucking annoying pain in the ass. But whatever. <laughs> well, the, those go hand in hand. Speaking of the Kardashians, I wish we wouldn't, but I know it's like we it's in here. But like this photo is interesting. I love this. Yeah. So like, Courtney Scott and Sophia Richie went on vacation together, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because there's like all that drama between them, but not really. Now I'm kind yeah. of like questioning myself where it's like, I feel like people make drama, but there really hasn't been drama. I mean. Mm-hmm. Between Sophia and Courtney, yeah. I mean, isn't there always like, oh, yikes, like between like old wife, new girlfriend, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like Courtney doesn't, Courtney's general opinion of everything is like, D- I don't care. Mm-hmm. And Scott's just happy to be included in anyone's lives, right? And Sophia's mm-hmm. probably just like, oh, I get to be on vacation. The source, this was like Us Weekly had a nervous breakdown, but the source, the insider, they, they had an insider, which like 100% was just somebody's publicist. There's something about this statement. It's so stunted and strange that like, I feel like I need to put like a telegram stop in between every sentence. Everyone really likes Sophia. Stop. She's really sweet and she's so good with the kids. Stop. They all get along. It's crazy. Stop. It's crazy that this was sent over a a telegram like through the seas and then like reached us. Yeah, like, oh, uh, Mr. Andrews, <laughs> if I can't, if I'm doing something old timey, it has to be Mr. Oh, Andrews. it's a telegram from, Mr. from Scott Disick at war. A new message just came over the wireless. <laughs> it's about Lionel's girl. Lionel's girl. 
What are they saying about her? They're saying everyone really likes her, sir. They all get along, sir. It's crazy, sir. <laughs> oh, just lovely. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. It's just, and then the boat just keeps on going. Is this like a Titanic thing going. you're doing? <laughs> you're doing a Titanic thing, right? Yeah. You're like, why? Why did we get this message? I don't know, but it's good to know. Hey, we get a lot of messages here at sea, and we just got to read them and move forward. Nothing about the iceberg that's right ahead, but we'll just keep... We got the... <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if they got, like, a mistaken telegram. Like, they got... That meant was meant the for us weekly. The wires got crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wires crossed. All the iceberg... All the iceberg stories were going to, like, the Ritchie family. Cut All to, like, Sophia the young woman to... at the, like, telegra- the telegram, like, center <laughs> was... being like, beep, 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 oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> the, Us, the Us Weekly building, like, in New York is getting weird telegrams about icebergs. And icebergs. they're like, what is going on they're like, over the, here? Wait, the source says there, there is an iceberg? Does, does that make sense? Like, their relationship is like an iceberg? <laughs> God, this is a terrible... <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Iceberg, run ahead. Lindsay found this story while this browsing just Jared Jr., which is a website I like to avoid at any cost. No, it was like I followed on Twitter, and the Twitter was the most shocking split of 2018 happened without you even knowing. Find out which couple it was, and I was like, first of all, that's a dare. Second of all, <laughs> I definitely know every split that happened. Like it yeah. felt like a challenge, and I was like, I know who split this here. Let me and take a I click. Even knew- <laughs> I even knew the just Jared Jr. level splits. Like, like in the lead, they say there were a handful of breakups that happened this year from Jake Paul and you Erica knew that. Costell. Knew about it. Uh, we we almost talked about Erica Costell in the podcast, Didn't, but then we were like, the oh, we cannot do this. No. Nope. Um, Millie Bobby Brown and Jacob Sartorius, who could forget that split? <laughs> Iconic. Caused honestly. waves. I mean, that's what caused the Con Ed explosion. <laughs> and then there was Dylan O'Brien and Britt Robertson. I remember that because I was like, oh, right, Britt Robertson. You know? See, I didn't know that they split, but I knew that they existed, which is like mm-hmm. literally the first step. That's, that's at least there. halfway there. But the actual split, which was the most shocking <laughs> split of 2018, according to Just Jared, was truly shocking. Actually, so they says, were right. However, there was one that we just were totally shocked about and just learned of today. Yeah, because it's like, whatever. JJJ was incredibly <laughs> shocked because it was so quiet and not something we were looking out for. What are you talking about? Does it just mean it was like two people we've never heard of and don't know, so we didn't know they split? Um, it's like love died. And then you scroll down and then it's this picture and it says, Tristan Evans and Anastasia Smith, which I gotta say are like, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey names, first of all. Like, those are not real names. And I'm yeah. like, who are these people? I'm not yeah. shocked. I mean, I guess I didn't know who they were either, so I didn't know they split, much like Just Jared Jr. Tristan Evans, the drummer for The Vamps, popped the question to model Anastasia Smith earlier in the year. However, it seems like the two have called it quits in the fall. What? This <laughs> well, was the split? That was the split. The, vamp- the Vamps are sort of popular. Anastasia Smith is no one. I mean, I just don't even know her at all. Did you watch the video where they're being interviewed, the vamps are being interviewed, and uh, the interviewee asks something about, like, how no. he balances work and his relationship, and he's like, and then the bandmates <laughs> take over? And no, some Twitter's I like, it. It, it makes sense that they split because he responded to this question very uncomfortably. And then the following tweet in the thread is like, we just received confirmation that Tristan Evans <laughs> did indeed break up with Anastasia Smith. Just the setup of this is so insane. Do you think that like 
they realized that if they just posted that these two had broken up, no one would know or click. So they made it the most shocking split happened Absolutely. and you didn't even know. And it's like, Absolutely. I didn't know because like it was quiet. I didn't know because I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Just Jerry Jr., best in the game. So uh, the mayor of Atlanta, she's been mayor Cough since meds. she got elected in 2017. Her name is Keisha Lance Bottoms. Everyone likes her. Like, no problems with Atlanta. But, like, she's canceled. She keeps getting canceled. She keeps drumming up, like, enormous controversy. But, but not canceled for her politics. No, I know. That's what I mean. It's like, wow, they, these politicians keep fucking up all over the country. And Keisha Lance Bottoms is one of them. Not one, Why? but two Christmases in a row, she has, like, posted really ugly food photos. And the f- <laughs> So this week, she's in... She's knee deep in internet controversy because she was sharing. She's also of her- knee deep in disgusting looking macaroni and cheese. <laughs> apparently, she was posting photos of her Christmas spread, and one of them was like Brussels sprouts, and they were roasted, and they just looked like roasted Brussels sprouts. And everyone sure. was like, "Yes, like they look so good, bitch." Yes. And then <laughs> one of them was like monkey bread. Who doesn't love monkey bread? Great, look great, like fresh out of the bunt pan. I couldn't wait to grab a piece. And then she's like mac and cheese, and it's like. The most, I mean, it truly is one of the most disgusting looking mac and cheeses I've ever seen in my entire life. It looks like she boiled pasta, dumped it in a casserole dish, and then like sprinkled some cheese and put it under the broiler. It looks crispy. It looks dry. It looks poorly mixed. It does look disgusting. Also, wouldn't you have learned your lesson by now? Because you, because she's done this before. Mm-hmm. And she still well, conti- continues to put to post her bad food. So everyone's mad. It immediately, like Bird Box, it immediately became a meme. Um, like Bird Box, <laughs> like Bird Box, like Bird Box. It was much an like, instant meme. Much like Bird Box. Honestly, anything that Netflix puts on their fucking thing is a meme. Like at this point, God, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks <laughs> this. So this is I'm quoting the root. After proudly becoming one of the largest metropolitan cities in the U.S. to be led by a black woman, Atlanta was rocked by a scandal on Christmas Day when residents of the city recoiled in shock after learning that a black woman named Keisha made a pan of macaroni and cheese that looked like someone melted a few slices of Kraft Singles over a box of Captain Keep Crunch. going, keep going. According to reports from inside the recently appointed Special Task Force of force of pasta prosecutors parentheses stop (laughs) (laughs) officials were alerted to a disaster area when the beloved mayor bottoms posted what was either a cry for help or peanut butter peanut brittle casserole it's so good it's so it's disgusting so it's like i watched this video of some like local atlanta news story talking about it and they're like they're holding in their laughter showing this photo and there's a woman and she's like i don't know why we're talking about this this is just so embarrassing that we're talking about it and then the woman to her right is like i love it (laughs) oh my goodness another big talker is this one right here and listen this is no shade to our mayor keisha lance bottoms but gotta be honest with you she posted this photo on uh uh, twitter yesterday and um, it didn't exactly go over well to all of her uh, all of her uh, twitter followers they said that uh ooh that that mac and cheese is a little a little dry may need a little extra cheese i can't believe this was the topic of conversation i loved it though this has been such a great viral moment and she later posted cracking me up my mama said "Ooh, it does look dry it is funny because it harkens back to a period of lighter politics where this exactly. was like what That's we got mad about um yes. because le- like-, like this is like what i want to be lolling about involving politics instead you know it's just like horrendous so <laughs> I get why people are so pleased by her shitty mac and cheese, you know? She's been in trouble before, so last Christmas. (laughs) 
She's done this I Googled before. her and it was like, the, she did this before. So last Christmas, there was another story. I think I read this on Boss Up and they wrote, last Christmas, her followers were distraught to see her using Zatarain's gumbo base to make gumbo for her buddies Roland Martin and Don Cheadle. According to the 60th mayor, however, it was absolutely delicious. So she showed this photo of like a She pot made on Don Cheadle like, some like pre-made gumbo. Yeah. Yeah, and it says only thing I'm loving from New Orleans today is the Zatarans gumbo base. But it wasn't. It was something spawned. bad happened in New Orleans that day. Because like, <laughs> something like... bad must have happened in New Orleans. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Wow, Keisha, your gumbo is disgusting. No one uses Zatarans gumbo disgusting. mix. It looks really gross." And so she responded in a way she did not respond to the macaroni and cheese controversy as of recording. Maybe she will by she will the first of uh, the first of January. She but will so in the matter of four done. days, which is how early we're recording. So this she posted podcast. this like fully disgusting looking gumbo, and everyone. <laughs> was mad at her and then finally afterwards she said like well there's only one bowl left and Don Cheadle liked it so like fuck off honestly if Don Cheadle liked it it's if fine if Don Cheadle liked it it was fine although Don Cheadle was probably polite he wasn't like you know what a great political controversy all of our political controversies should be this fun I know I know but they're not I hate to break it to you Keisha Lance Bottoms cancelled she's cancelled <laughs> she's cancelled she's still mayor but she's cancelled no she's very cancelled so I want to read this lead before we get into a game. Okay. A good man is hard to find, and a good deodorant is even harder. Just ask Ashanti. Why would I ask Ashanti? Because she's currently obsessed with Kopari coconut deodorant, which contains no aluminum, baking soda, parabens, phthalates, Mm. phthalates, or silicone. Wait, why does that sound familiar, Bobby? Well, though each two-ounce stick will set you back a hefty $14, Ashanti said the formula holds up even on the sweatiest hmm. days. I don't know why that this sounds is a story, familiar. This is a story on page six. So um, Ashanti is clearly, although I can't prove it, being paid to promote Kapari coconut deodorant, which I mean, contains no aluminum. I gotta say, we were paid to promote Kapari coconut deodorant, and we didn't get it in page six. Um, no, I didn't even get a free one. I Ugh. did. It was good. You got one? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I still use it. Do I do like it? I do oh I mean I do I should I should email our guy and be like hey <laughs> I don't think Kopari that coconut deodorant we found a way in if Kopari wants to re-up their contract uh, we can find a way to talk about it actually we just did <laughs> <laughs> um so Ashanti says I I love how I love how you have to like learn your lines so yeah. it's like Ashanti like talking saying to Paris style and they're like Ashanti tell us about Kopari coconut deodorant and she's like well this parabens. is a quote from Ashanti. It's vegan and it's all natural. It has none of the phosphate and all that fake stuff in it. And it's made from pure coconut oil and it smells amazing. There's a lot of good stuff in here and it works. The true test was that I took it to the gym today. So it's like she got the talking points and it said work in a personal narrative as well. So she was like, I brought up the gym. Like Ashanti learning the word parabens. She's like, okay, parabens, flight flatulates, silicon. And it's like, got it's it. like you, should, you should mention the phosphate. You should mention fake stuff phosphate. and you should mention that it's made from pure oil. But you should also make it your own. Well, so you're like reading did. what we were sent basically. So she did. In addition to asking for more of the deodorant for Christmas, Ashanti said she's planning to fill her loved one's stockings with the stuff. Oh, Ashanti got us deodorant again? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, what sort of deranged gift-giving, like, flowchart is this? Asks for more Kopari deodorant from other people for Christmas, but then gives other people Kopari deodorant for Christmas. I mean, she's probably getting a lot of free Kopari deodorant. (laughs) But she just asked for more of it for Christmas. God, That's you, crazy. Like, you go to Shant- Ashanti's Christmas and you open your stocking and there's just deodorant in there. You would be so bummed out. I'd leave Ashanti's house and Lindsay's like, ugh, all we got at Ashanti's house was Kopari deodorant. And I'm like, all we got at Ashanti's house is Kopari deodorant. <laughs> are you emailing him right now to ask for Kopari deodorant? I See, my days are cold without you and I'm hurting while I'm with you. And though my heart can't take no more, I keep on running back to you. 
It's about Kapari deodorant. Okay, we're playing Last Weekly. <laughs> wow, what a bomb. All right. <clears throat> so much of this episode is going to be on the cutting room floor. <laughs> you mean um, in the Patreon episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last Weekly is a game that we play because A, we subscribe to Us Weekly and we have to make the most of our subscription. So because last week, because Us Weekly um, is essentially a, uh, a template and every week they just like plug names and pick pictures into the exact same magazine... Uh, it's very formulaic. Uh, there's a lot of the same language. There's a lot of the same content. So it's easy to sort of fill in the blanks on a magazine based on just very like minuscule amount, uh, amounts of information. So knowing that, we make a game out of it. We call it Last Weekly. We make multiple choice, quick questions um, based on things that are in the issue of the magazine. And I have not this is, read this issue, obviously. Lindsay has not read this issue. I made questions based on what I saw in it. Um, let's begin. As usual, I'm not really going to keep score, but I'll have a general sense of how well Lindsay is doing. Um, we begin with who wore it best. Lindsay, unfortunately, won't have the uh, pleasure of seeing the two outfits that are in contention, but uh, based on Us Weekly's readership and uh, her knowledge of pop culture, she should know who typically wears it, <laughs> uh, capital I, best. Um, Please, play who, along. Who wore it best? Iskra Lawrence or Issa Rae? Issa Rae. Issa Rae wore it best. You're right. Um, I looked up Iskra Lawrence. She's just some English model. It looks <laughs> like you. She looks like you like put Hayden Panettiere and Portia de Rossi like in the machine got from it, the got fly. It, got They're like got it, mixed. Got it. Yeah. Who wore it best, Bella Hadid or Emily Ratajkowski? Bella Hadid. No, I'm sorry. It was Emily <gasps> Ratajkowski. I was surprised too. Yeah. Surprising, honestly, yeah, yeah. considering. Who wore it best, Travis Scott or Kanye West? Kanye. That's true. Who wore best, Jasmine Tooks or Mariah Carey? Jasmine Tooks. She did. <laughs> Mariah, like, did not wear it well at all. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, you can do this without the photos. I know. Who wore best, do it, Dula Peep or Kelty Knight? Dula Peep. Dula Peep wore best. Yeah. Who wore best, Haley Seinfeld or Kaya Gerber? Ooh, this is tough because Kaya's a model, but Haley is better liked. Haley. Mm-hmm. Haley, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got it, you got it. Okay. Yeah. Because um, usually it's the model. Like, you're like, oh, I usually would say the model wore it best because they are their job is to no wear clothes. But then Kaya. sometimes no you're like, Kaya. Us Weekly's like, hmm, like, who is that one? You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> Too skinny. I don't like it. Also, let's never believe those percentages. It's like, we went to Rock and Velo Center and I know. people. And they asked have four never people. done the work. <laughs> they I have mean. never done the work. I'm going to read a caption uh, and I'm going to leave. I'm leaving out one of the names and I'm going to see if you can fill in who it is. Oh, my God. Who knew? Who knew they were friends? John Travolta calls Blank one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Is that is one of the greatest entertainers of all time? Pitbull, Adele, Kanye West, or Blake Shelton? Pitbull. It's Pitbull. Yeah, Who knew they were friends? John Travolta calls Pitbull one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Okay. John Travolta would call Pitbull one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Mm-hmm. There's a photo of Amy Schumer with three of her friends. All of them are touching her belly. One of these people is not touching her belly. <laughs> Army Hammer, <laughs> Justin Thoreau, Amy Sedaris, and her LeCloud partner, Lisa Evans. Which one of those people is not touching her belly? Okay, so the partner is probably touching the belly. Yes. <laughs> her LeCloud partner, Lisa Evans. I would guess that who's the first person you said? Army. He's J- probably touching the belly. <laughs> Justin Thoreau and Amy Sedaris. Justin Thoreau is probably t- Is Amy Sedaris the only one not touching the belly? Amy Sedaris isn't touching the belly. Yes, yes. 
I was like, these men are definitely touching the belly. And her partner uh, Amy, is. And Amy, then, Sedaris, yeah. Amy Sedaris isn't there, but like I know that what? they're all friends. So Wait, Amy Sedaris be, isn't there? She's not even there. I just made it up. Uh, oh, oh, she's not even in the picture? No, she's not even in the picture. Oh, great. Okay, well, okay. even more. Even more true. Um, fill in the blank. Must have been a oh, there's a so there's a photo of Jonathan Van Ness and Tan France laughing at a phone. No. Must have been a funny text. Besties Jonathan Van Ness and Tan France crack up while celebrating Friendsgiving with blank. <laughs> Who are they celebrating Friends Friendsgiving with? Jonathan Latham, Gigi Hadid, Serena Williams, or Hewlett Packard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but Us Weekly trying to read their text messages is really funny. Like like they're like laughing about a text message and Us Weekly comes up and they're like, hey, what's what's a funny text? <laughs> It must la- have been a funny text. Hey, what are you guys laughing at? Oh, hey guys, guys, we're laughing at um, Hewlett Packard. They're Hewlett Packard. It's, it's Hewlett Packard spawn. Must have been a funny text. <laughs> Besties <laughs> JVN and Tan France crack up while celebrating Friendsgiving with Hewlett Packard. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone I'd want to invite less to my Friendsgiving than Hewlett Packard. <laughs> no, they put it on. They, they're pay- they it's, paid. It's the saying. Hewlett Packard Friendsgiving. So they paid. They're my friend. Um, Okay. Yes. So uh, now we're going to fill in, see if you can do the caption on celebrities are just like us, stars are just like us. I'm going to describe the oh, scene. So hard. Uh, so, like, if there was, if if Lindsay were, for example, in uh, an, an issue of Us Weekly, and it was like stars are just like us, and it was like Lindsay parallel parking uh, Tom Hank, uh, it would say they parallel park. <laughs> like <laughs> Just... Lindsay looking out the side window, like trying to see if she's like hitting the bumper. I mean, okay. So, stars are just like us. A photo of Goldie Hawn on a bike. They ride their bike. They go for a ride. <laughs> Close. They go, they go on a bike ride. They go biking. They go biking. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. A photo of Nick Vile staring at his iPhone. They check their texts. No. They send a text. They check their messages. They <laughs> no, check they, the news. They blank on their phone. They fuck around on their phone. <laughs> they mess around on their phone. They play around on Other their word. phone. Uh, Ariana Grande, single. They thank you next on their phone. They focus on their phone. Okay. Um... <laughs> Thank okay. you next on their phone. God. Okay. Uh, Kendall in line at McDonald's, quote, with a pal, some lady. They they get fast food. They eat fast oh, you're food. Close. They grab fast food. I'm going to yeah, give that to you. Yeah, I knew it. Okay. I knew um, it. And then there's this phone. Because Us Weekly's like so horny that they'd be eating fast food. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me cut this out. I have to actually send you. What? I, I forgot how funny. In my de- I, I wrote a description of this photo, but I was like, you got to just see it. It's fucking deranged. <laughs> okay, so it's a it's a photo of Brooke Burke um, holding two c- poorly wrapped Christmas gifts, like faking that she's about to fall over. What is it? What what's what's she doing? They act as Santa. They're Santa. They it has pack nothing. They send nothing, gifts. They it give has gifts. nothing to do with the holidays or gifts. They celebrate the holidays. They send mail. I don't know. They pack up boxes. They use. They. <laughs> it's. I don't know why this is so funny to me. It's they get overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, I guess she's like leaning forward. She's like, oh, no, like, ah, uh. she's overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Why is okay. it just like they send packages? Because honestly, being overwhelmed is more relatable. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What is the photo of Lucy Bale holding a beverage from the coffee bean and tea leaf say? They get Java. They, they get some Java. They stop for some Java. They power they up with Java. <laughs> How did you get that verb? It's they stop for drinks. No. <laughs> I would have gotten it. I would have gotten it. They stop it for drinks. Okay. Um, same verbs, same verbiage. Um, 
Busy Phillips just holding wrapping paper. They stop for some wrapping paper. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> that's, it. that's it. No, it's not. That's it. That's it. God, I swear Us to God, Weekly that's it. terrible. Like, that's funny. Like, they'll do, they get overwhelmed and then they do, they'll stop for wrapping paper as <laughs> if that is like the most relatable part of that picture. And it's like, like, Busy Phillips has never met a camera she didn't like, but it's, like, the one photo of Busy Phillips where she's, like, stop taking a fucking photo of me. Like, it's the <laughs> one time Busy Phillips has been photographed being, like, get out of my face. That's funny. They're kind of she's trolling like, her, aren't they? She's, like, pulling a wrapping paper out of a Target cart, and she's, she's just, like, like <laughs> Like, they never, st- n- never been the same. Also, okay. no one stops for wrapping paper. Wrapping paper I mean, you just look- buy because it's available, and you're like, oh, I should probably get that. It, to be fair, it looks like that's all that's in her cart to the point where it's like I could imagine her driving by Target and be like, you know what? I'm going to stop her wrapping paper. <laughs> um, so, okay. So how about this photo that is like the most staged thing in the universe of Scout Willis leaving a flea market with her boyfriend, Jake Miller, never heard of him, holding an old stereo. So it's like, you know, like an old stereo where it's like the, the, the center part and then the two like vintage speakers. Like yeah. he's holding the stereo part and she's holding the speakers and they're like wood and they look like they're from somewhere sometime in the mid-century. What is that caption? They thrift. They get used stuff. Close, close, They close. They keep it vintage. They get vintage. They're into vintage. They... No, they look for bargains. They look for bargains. Oh, I could have gotten that. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this? The final two. Sarah Michelle Geller decorating cookies. They celebrate the holidays. They no, they make Christmas cookies. You're thinking they too love hard. Ba- they make baked goods. They spend time with their family. Sarah Michelle Geller decorating cookies. They make cookies. They Sarah decorate Michelle cookies. Gell- they decorate cookies. Okay. <laughs> um, and then oh, uh, a photo, a very lazy. blurry Sasquatchian photo of lazy. Katie Holmes going food shopping. <laughs> They're spotted eating. Um, they're uh, they go food shopping. They get food. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, That's it. they go food that shopping. Is actually, one of the worst stars are just like us. I've ever been privy to. Really good. Really good. A really bad one. Thing. No, a really bad one. Okay. Um. Here's a multiple choice question. Where did Jamie King tell Us Weekly that her husband is quote her favorite human in the world? Uh, this is one of those like us spotted. Yeah. Just a little quick little bullet point. Yeah, I love that. At the L.A. Cush Collective's launch of Kindling Magazine in Silver Lake. (laughs) At the Pharmacy Magazine's launch of Rolling Magazine. No, sorry. The Pharmacy's launch of Rolling Magazine in Echo Park. No. Or is it Mad Men's launch of Ember Magazine in Beverly Hills or Rosebud launch of Hybrid Magazine in Venice? So she was basically at like a a prominent weed store chain in L.A., Launching a magazine in a neighborhood. Which one of those was real? I have no. I made idea. up three of them. They all sound the same, which is like yeah. why what like going to LA is like. All the weed places are the same. Um, the first one. No, it was Med Men's launch of Ember magazine in Beverly Hills. Oh, I've heard of Med Men. I think you said all Mad those are real Men. places. <laughs> there was LA Kush Collective, real place. The pharmacy with an F, not an PH. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, Mad Men, Med Men, and Rosebud. Rosebud. Okay, great. Uh, who was William Chatner caught high-fiving in the Viper Room in L.A.? <laughs> Jennifer Garner, Lindsay Wagner, David Hasselhoff, or Uma Thurman? David Hasselhoff. How did you get that right? It's I don't David know. Hasselhoff. <laughs> I just um, like, who would he high-five? Um, which of these things is not in Olivia Munn's bag? One Wipe Charlie's, Skinny Dipped Almonds, Her Blackberry, or Black Ouchless Elastics? It's sick that I've seen this article already online, and I know it's the first one. Okay, so it's right, but what was there in, in its place? I, I they weren't one wipe Charlies. They were uh, wet ones. Wet ones. I don't. Two left. 
Who shared I knew a, she had chocolate dipped um, almonds. Go ahead. Who shared her favorite recipe for veggie ratatouille with polenta? Reed Drummond, Aisha Curry, Chrissy Teigen, or Kristen Cavallari? Teigen. Aisha Curry, wrong. Fuck. She's promoting. Um, and then finally, which Aquaman star told Us Weekly, I don't like white condiments? Amber Heard. Wrong. Keep guessing. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. That's it. <laughs> he, is a white, you, he is a white condiment. I literally <laughs> wrote that in my notes. I was like, I almost called it which literally. white condiment. I said, which white condiment told Us Weekly, I don't like white condiment? I mean, literally fucking Patrick Wilson is a talking white condiment, especially in that movie. <laughs> no, he's fully man. He's fully like Hellman's man you know, with olive okay, oil. You know that Gaga performance where she wore a white box around her head and she put yeah, a little head through and she was like, applause. That applause, is applause. what that is what Patrick Wilson is like in Aquaman. It's like he's so CGI'd that it's like almost like his face was popped through a little box and he's like, rah, 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 you know? Anyways. Yeah, he's not even like a brand name mayonnaise. He's Weird. like fully generic. It just says mayo on a jar. Yeah, and it's sold at like a food town in like some <laughs> random place in Arizona. That's you know like. <laughs> um. Okay. It's on. It's on. It's time to move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So this came out like a while ago at this point, especially like it's 1-1. Like if we're saying mm-hmm. it's the new year, this came out like maybe a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. This is wild because like I didn't even think that the rumors were close to being true. Now it almost feels like they saw the rumors and they're like doing it just to be trolls. Yeah. That's how disbelieving well, I am of this rumor. That's how I read it, too. It sort of seems like someone made it up after pulling an uh, 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 an actor's name out of a hat. And then they were like, this tested well. Let's get Andrew on the horn and, like, actually get a photo op because so of this. So we both also don't believe that this is a thing. No. Yeah. I don't. I no. really don't. I don't For, like, it. many layers of reasons, not just, like, one in particular that you guys are all thinking that we're thinking. It's just yeah. many layers of reasons. We yeah. know not Rita just because, pretty well. Not just because Ben is back, you know? <laughs> not just because Ben is back. <laughs> Shout out to our Patreon listeners. But because, you know, because of many reasons. Many, many reasons. Ben might be back on both sides. I mean, she's, like, you know. Yeah. She's yeah. she's back, too. Okay. Opting for an uncharacteristically low-key display, the song's just an all-black ensemble featuring a sophisticated wool coat and a pair of edgy biker boots. Same. It's true that when Rita Ora doesn't dress up, she looks insane because she's so dressed down that it's like, I've never seen her like that before. Um, I love this. Rita hid her peroxide blonde locks under her trendy bi- baker boy hat. and dis- I've never seen her wear a baker boy hat. Ever, and displayed never. her naturally radiant complexion as she went makeup free. This is something that always bugs me. She when, isn't makeup free. When the uh, uh, observer decides that someone's makeup free. Isn't but, like half, isn't there like, isn't there like a particular subset of makeup that's meant to look like you're not wearing yeah, makeup? Yeah, it's like natural everyday makeup and like millions of people wear it. And also these photos are so fucking blurry. You can't tell whether she's wearing makeup or not. Makeup free is like you when you tell. wake up in the morning. 
Yeah. Unless I'm in my bed. Like, you can't call me makeup free. Okay, next up, she admits that she's nervous all the time and never satisfied as she strips off in a tell-all video. Fun what? fact, the tell-all video was made for the mor- uh, Morning Love magazine thing. No. She, she was did, in a Love she Advent. She did a Love thing. Advent. Well, or the not new, Advent. Sorry, the new Love, love Advent. Morning Love. I know how, like, we were saying that all of the new Love Advent calendar is just people being like, beauty is on the inside. Like, beauty. Rita strips. Being like, Rita's like, I'm never satisfied well, you know, and I'm always Rita nervous. Well, you know, Rita was booked for Love Advent, and then the lady decided to change it to something else, and Rita was like, I'm still booked. And so they just <laughs> did it. They did what they were going to do, you know? They said, cancel the ziti. <laughs> cancel the lasagna. They were going to roll her up in a big lasagna. They were going to put her between two noodles in a lasagna, but then they canceled it. Some, like, Italian grandma, like, pulls out her ziti from the <laughs> oven. It's like, God damn it, and, like, just throws it on the oven. Who wants ziti? They push There's plenty ziti now. from the oven. Oh, like baked ziti? Yeah, and she's like, like I thought casserole? someone was going to writhe around in this baked ziti, but it looks like it's just going to be used for eating. Like Streganona. Like there's like a Streganona character, like l- like just pasta like everywhere all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> cancel, cancel the ziti. Cancel, cancel the, the ziti. ziti. Okay. Okay. Um, this really funny story that um, uh, Lauren Yapaladder BuzzFeed put up uh, that was like an end of the year post which was yeah. every pair of sunglasses Rita Ora wore this year incredible which was very clever Rita Ora wore a lot of different sunglasses I've never really thought about that but guess how many sunglasses she wore publicly this year I mean it's gotta be like last year 50 <laughs> 31 are you kidding it's there are 31, 31 different pairs of sunglasses that she was photographed with I mean if there were 31 she was photographed with she was probably not photographed wearing at least double that you okay, know. we know Rita. She was probably not photographed wearing one pair of sunglasses. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on. Rita probably saw this quiz and was like, God damn it, I wore 33 this year. They only got 31 of them. I mean, she's going to call and fire her, her publicist for that one. She's like, there were two pairs of sunglasses not included on this list. Um, And with that, we're done. So uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to be graceful here. We've been recording for an hour and a half. Uh. Thank you to everyone for listening to our episode. Thank you for sticking with us this new year. We hope your New Year's resolution is to uh, listen to more listening to the show. <laughs> if you're new, we hope your New Year's resolution is to listen to the back catalog. Um, uh, thank you for following God. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash whoweekly if you want a weekly newsletter and uh, a bi-weekly as in twice a month extra episode plus a whole lot of more fun stuff. Um, and we will see you when are we going to see you? Next Tuesday. We're not going to have an episode on the 4th. No, we are. Yeah. We are? Oh, we are. We are. Oh, we are. We are. We are. We are. That's messed up. We're back to our regular scheduled programming. Um, we'll see you on Friday. Have a great new year. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Yeah. 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 Hey.